Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. The last thing you need when planning your financial future is to have the same kind of confusion and complications. You don't need more questions. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, your local investor coach in Jackson and the surrounding areas. Each week, you'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make. We'll also educate you about the financial world and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. It's time for The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hello and welcome into The Financial Answer. Mark Kellyan here alongside with your local investor coach. That is Nathan O'Brien, registered investment advisor and founder at O'Brien & Associates. He is, uh, serves us here in the Hub City, West Tennessee, Jackson, and Huntington. And you can reach out to Nathan anytime by calling 855-51-COACH. That is 855-51-COACH. You call that number. Leave your contact information. The team will get right back with you. Schedule a time for you to come in and sit down and have a chat about your situation or really just answer some questions, whatever questions you might have as it pertains to your investing and retirement future. 855-51-COACH. Again, 855-51-COACH. And of course, you can also stop by the website, InvestorCoach.net. That's InvestorCoach.net. And with that, welcome in, Nathan. How are you, buddy? Ah, doing pretty good this week. Uh, got got a little bit of, uh, I don't know, sinus congestion or oh, something. Yeah. So hopefully I won't be coughing into the mic too much here. <laughs> well, we <laughs> try not to. We hope so. Uh, <laughs> if he right. does, folks, make sure you call him and hassle him about that. But yes, please do. That's we, right. <laughs> we've got a kill switch, so hopefully he can step on it in enough time to kill that cough. That's right. But uh, we got a great show lined up today for everybody. We're going to talk about uh, the retirement farm. Uh, I thought, you know what the hey, right? We're here in West Tennessee. Let's yeah. uh, let's yeah. let's analogize, <laughs> if that's even a word. <laughs> let's do an analogy with the retirement farm. And uh, you know, I don't know. I thought it would be kind of a fun little exercise in thinking about how to uh, build a retirement plan or maybe structure one, if you will. Uh, in the same way that you might go about working with uh, you know, assets on a farm. Hey, we were talking before the show. It's amazing how there's so many similarities here. There really with is. This. So yeah, yeah. We were kicking it around before the program started here, and we were like, actually, this works pretty good. So yeah. you never know. When you write <laughs> this right. stuff, you kind of wonder how it's going to fly, but it works out That's pretty right. well. That's right. and, and of course, you know, Nathan does a good job of correlating this, but we're going to test him here a little bit. We're going to put his country roots to the test <laughs> here on the retirement farm is what we're going to talk about. So let's understand liquid versus non-liquid assets. Yeah, um, okay. How can we correlate that up? Yeah, so when you think about a farming operation, you know, the farm income, the cash flow, you know, can fluctuate crazy right, based right. on crop production or, you know, for that year market prices, all these different things cause that income to, for the farm to fluctuate. But but the land doesn't you know that land value stays steady and and it increases over time but the problem is there's there's not much liquidity there in, in the land, land right right yeah. so okay. you got to have a buyer for that and got to have somebody you know lined up to purchase that which sometimes is is pretty easy to do but not always and so right. You know, the the income, of course, of the farm can, you know, it's very liquid. It's typically cash. And a portfolio is the same way. you got to have a, a good mix of different types of assets. It's it's great to have things that, that don't decrease in value if, you know, rarely, if ever, you know. Right. And then those investments that you have in those type of things, they, they may not be as liquid. So things like CDs and, and bonds and annuities and those type of things, those are 
more safe, more conservative investments, but they are not liquid. Sometimes you have to wait till the end of the surrender charge time frame to be able to get access to that. But you also need to have investments that have a better growth potential for that. So liquid investments such as stocks and mutual funds and things. So a good retirement plan has a mix of both. It's got a mix of the more conservative investments and then also the more aggressive investments. And so make sure that you can meet those liquidity needs and understand that liquidity before you get into any investment there with that. So, um, and everybody's different, right? Especially right, with their liquidity definitely. needs, right? So that's mm-hmm. part of that conversation that you should have, you know, with your investment advisor is, is letting them know, you know, what kind of needs you have. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And, you know, sometimes people, do sit back and don't really tell everything to the advisor. And I would suggest, you know, just uh, it's going to serve you best if you let them know. And so be open with your advisor. Be honest, of course, with the advisor. It's kind of like your doctor, right? Same thing. Yeah, that's right. Don't say, well, my, you know, my chest sort of hurts if it really hurts. (laughs) That's right. That's (laughs) right. So, you know, uh, you got to tell them about the two pies you ate last week. So, (laughs) (laughs) or coming up next week, right? (laughs) That's Uh, right. Because just in about four days or so after, uh, <laughs> uh, after this uh, program here, it's going to be Turkey Day, and so we're all going to be yeah. bloated. And don't and get any blood work done after. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you'll have, you, hey, your blood test positive for pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, you're listening That's to true. the Financial Answer. We're talking about correlation of the retirement farm, if you will. So that first piece there is is thinking about uh, liquid uh, assets versus non liquid assets, and making sure that your portfolio has a good mix of both. Obviously, you know, as Nathan was kind of analogizing there, that the land is not going to be as liquid to move, but of course the crops, you know, would be. So you want to make sure that you are having the the right conversations with your investment advisor. How about chickens and eggs? Can you, can we figure out a way to uh, make this pull together? I mean, yeah, if you got a hen was, house, right, full of chickens, right, right. you should have a fairly profitable <laughs> nest egg. <laughs> yeah. Check it out, nest egg. Yeah, there but, you go. But, uh, you, you know, so what can you do with this one? I'm just being silly. So, you know, so you're taking those those eggs out like you're talking about you're taking those those eggs and you're you know making a omelet every morning for breakfast or whatever but you know maybe one day you decide that you want to uh have some fried chicken okay so (laughs) so you take that chicken all right and uh, you you cook that thing up and you have some fried chicken the problem though is that now you have less eggs being egg produced. Down, yeah. yeah, so the next day you got to take another chicken, okay, to meet your uh, nutrition needs for the day. So maybe not fried chicken that time, but something else. Right. So, so, you know, the correlation here, I would say, is when you're taking income from your investments, a lot of people will tell you, a lot of advisors will tell you that, there's a 4% rule out there known in the industry. So and you that's can been take, around since what, the 80s, right? Yeah, a long time, yeah. long time. And, you know, I've seen that number a lot higher than that. And then studies after 2008 were showing even 2% wouldn't work sometimes. Right, very true, so, very true. You know, the idea here is that you can take 4% off of your investments and, you know, based on the portfolio, you'll be okay over time. You're not going to cut into your principal and that kind of thing. But it doesn't necessarily always work out like that. It depends on your diversification, your allocations, how much stocks versus bonds, what's your risk level, what's your volatility, all of these things that have to go into play. So that rule of 4% is not just a blanket rule. Okay. So don't just follow that because of, you know, what you're hearing. And, And so, you know, eating away at your investments can cause you to run out of, eggs 
you know, like we were talking about. Well, exactly. So, so it, yeah, with that, that analogy, basically, yeah. you're you're kind of you're continuing to chop off your own, uh, you know, your That's own right. investments. You're, you're you're cutting down. And you're you cutting take, that principle right. that you're drawing that four percent away when markets decline, or you know, when they have a bad year, or if for some reason you need to, you know, buy a fifty thousand dollar purchase or something, you know, a large purchase that was unexpected. Uh, that cuts into your principle as well. So you've got to make sure that it, it's going to work out over time. And just using that 4% rule is not necessarily a good way to go about it. We, you know, when we're sitting down, when I'm sitting down with clients, um, we use a program that runs 10,000 different possibilities, 10,000 different scenarios of market conditions, market positives, market negatives, and says, these are your odds of success based on the distributions that you need. And if those numbers are good, then we go with that. If they're not, then we look and see what needs to be adjusted to, to make that work out over time. So yeah, you got to be careful about, uh, about, then you're not killing your metaphorical chickens, right? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Or the eggs. Well, so the idea here being is that again, a balanced plan is really the key because that construction is going to help you run that, you know, well, let's stay with the 4% or whatever the case is. But that way, if it's fluctuating, you're not running out of, you know, again, metaphorically, just the eggs or the chicken. You've got both sides covered and you're keeping your investments well, you know, balanced and well diversified, right? Yeah. And I think it, it really fits in a lot with kind of what we talked about at the first segment with the liquid versus non-liquid. A lot of times people with their investments, with their portfolio, they try to get a better return on the on the safe money side, okay, right. or on the on the bond side. So they may take a take risk and buy long term bonds or jump bonds, trying to get a better return on that bond side. But that's not that's how you get into trouble because those bonds can lose money. They can go down in value, and so there's a lot of investments that can cause you to lose money that are on the on the safe and non-liquid side of it. So you've got to be careful with that. And you, you need to, your advisor needs to understand the risk level that, that you're taking and the liquidity needs that you need over that time frame. So to make sure that you're not robbing that chicken house right, over time right. and having to cut yeah. into that, having to cut into that principle because of poor investing decisions. Yeah, I hear you. Well, that makes a lot of sense. So again, we talk about it every week, you know, investing is, you know, it can be complicated and it can be simple in some aspects, but if you don't have that coaching aspect going on where you're getting the both sides of the, of the equation, if you're getting both uh, the information as well as, you know, the good and the bad, like you said, you can run those scenarios and you can get, you know, 10,000 different projections or whatever the case is. So you certainly want to make sure that you're having a good conversation with your financial advisor, you know, with a registered investment advisor and saying, okay, here's what I'm thinking about. Here's what I'd like to do. And all that kind of goes into how they're going to help you construct that overall plan. And that's a lot of what you do at O'Brien and Associates, Nathan, is you help educate people you know, through just your classes and through uh, your workshops that you have at the office and things right, of that nature. Right. And a great place to start is the toolkit. We talk about it every week. Real fast, uh, let's just tell everybody what's inside the toolkit. Yeah, so the toolkit has an investor awareness guide in it, which, you know, that's one of the, the best things I think that's in that. And it's going to go through and show you some mistakes that a lot of investors are making. There's seven different mistakes that I talk about. And then there's some 
things that I'll tell you, show you how to do in that to make sure that you're doing in your portfolio. But that's the investor awareness guide. I also have a new book uh, in there that we're going to uh, that we've started adding to that, and it's it's the lies that it's called the lies my broker taught me. <laughs> and so maybe I won't get in trouble with this, one, but uh, but yeah, no, there's a lot of a lot of different things that I guess brokers are kind of trained to uh, address over time and to kind of sell. Yeah, and over we're actually going to talk about that a little and, later yeah, in the program. Yeah, we yeah. are. And so I thought this was kind of a good lead in for that. Sure, yeah. So yeah, that book is includes called The Lies My Broker Taught Me. But there's a lot of other things in this box of stuff that we're going to see in a box of great information. So if you'd like to get your free box, uh, it's Retirement Rescue Toolkit. If you'd like to get that, just simply text the word retire to 555-888. Again, that's the word retire to 555-888. Or you can simply call our office at 855-51-COACH. That's 855-512-6224. Let us know you'd like to receive that toolkit, and we will be glad to mail that out to you. It's completely free of charge. And we won't call you after the fact or anything like that. It's just uh, some free information for you. So if you'd like that, uh, we'd be glad to send it out to you. Yep. Just a continuation of the education we try to provide here on The Financial Answer. And again, call 855-51-COACH to request your toolkit. No cost, no obligation. 855-51-COACH. Go to the website, investorcoach.net. As soon as you uh, pull that website up, you'll see it right there. There's a big old picture of the toolkit. You can click on that and order one that way as well, investorcoach.net. Again, no cost, no obligation. You can also go by and check him out on Facebook if that's convenient for you as well. O'Brien and Associates on Facebook. You're listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. We'll be back with more. Uh, we're going to continue on with the uh, the retirement farm on the other side here on The Financial Answer. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Mark Killian here, the host of The Financial Answer, reminding you not to forget, reach out for your retirement rescue toolkit from Nathan O'Brien by texting the word retire to 555-888. That's the word retire to 555-888 on your smartphone. Don't forget for your complimentary retirement rescue toolkit, text retire to 555-888 or call 855-51-COACH. Stay tuned. There is more coming up on The Financial Answer. Sure, you could eat hamburgers and hot dogs every day. But is that really what's best for you? What about your financial health? Is it really best to work with an advisor that can only offer you one or two products? Of course not. So keep listening to The Financial Answer to hear what it's like to work with an advisor who puts your financial health above all else. You're back here with us on The Financial Answer. Mark Killian alongside Nathan O'Brien, registered investment advisor and founder of O'Brien and Associates. 855-51-COACH is the number to call. If you've got questions, Nathan may have some answers, but you got to give him a call first and talk to him about your situation. 855-51-COACH. That is 855 855- Five one coach. We were talking about the retirement farm on the first section of the show. Uh, if you're just now tuning in, this is going to uh, make a little more sense by me saying that because you're going to be like, "Why are we talking about foxes and weasels <laughs> on an investment show?" But uh, that's where we're going to go: is to the foxes and the weasels. We started off talking about the uh, the farm, the crops, the land, mm-hmm. uh, liquidity versus non liquidity. That's the correlation there. Chickens and eggs, basically, you know, making sure that you have a, a diversified enough portfolio that you're not just taking your eggs and uh, left with chickens or eating your chickens and left with no eggs, things of that nature. So speaking of those, now you got the foxes and the weasels that come into Mm -hmm. play. 
Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and any of us who watch cartoons growing up know those were some great cartoons when the foxes and the weasels <laughs> would come in and they'd build those elaborate traps to stop them from taking the eggs from the chickens and the chickens would get involved. <laughs> I love that stuff. But anyway, uh, speaking, so, you know, with that situation, you got to protect it. Okay. Yeah. So you've got to protect yourself, uh, your eggs in this case from the foxes and weasels. So where in the heck am I going with this? Yeah. Well, in the financial world, there are a lot of different I guess foxes, we can say that sure. uh, we have to protect ourselves against. And just some of those things we've got to watch out for because, you know, foxes are, are kind of sneaky. They're going to sneak in and do things. So inflation does that. You oh, know? very so good point. Yeah, I like over that. Over time, it's going gonna, it's gonna to sneak in and steal our buying power, just like a fox will sneak in and steal your <laughs> eggs, very good. you know, from the chicken house. And also catastrophic market losses, that's sneaky. You know, something we never know when it's going to happen. There's always people predicting it but you know it steals our peace of mind in that situation so we'll get worried about the future have fear of the future in that situation and so another one that i that i had here was long-term care expenses and you know that can steal our legacy for our kids and grandkids but this one's not as sneaky as the other things that I've true, mentioned earlier. So, you know, this is like, you know, we're sitting on the farm and we're out on the back porch drinking a, a nice glass of iced tea. Okay. So enjoying the afternoon and, and we look out across the farm and, and we see a fox coming across the field. Well, we're not too worried about that fox. Okay. Because our field is a thousand acres. All right? right. So we're not worried about that fox right now, but you know, the afternoon is really nice. We're in that rocking chair and we just kind of sit back and relax. And before we know it, we've fallen asleep. Okay. And then we wake up a few minutes later and we realize that, oh, what happened with that fox? Well, we look over to the chicken house and all we have is a bunch of feathers laying around. Right. Okay. And so the fox got in there while we weren't paying attention. And that happens to so many people with long-term care expenses. We all know that unless we die, we're going to continue to get older. Right. We're going to continue to decline in health. All of us know that. And we sit back and we don't do anything about it a lot of times. And so if that's you, if you're one that's sitting back and you haven't addressed the long-term care issue, talk to your advisor about that. Talk to your insurance agent about that because it's something that, you know, once it's there, it's too late. And right. I was saying the opposite side too, even if you think, if you're thinking about it and you're like, well, this, that, or the other, think about what it's going to do to the person on the other side. So if you're right. the one with the long-term care need, it is totally stealing away the potential retirement that your spouse was going to have. It, that's right. It can destroy those retirement goals and dreams. It can destroy, you know, just... Um, and it's kind of a slow the, burn, right? It the peace kind of, of mind, yeah. yeah. it, Yeah. It, well, depending on the illness, it's yeah, true. definitely. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, we're all going to more than likely need some type of care if we live long enough. And so probably not nursing home, but some type of care, assisted living, home health care, something along mm -hmm. those lines. So yep. make sure that you've addressed that. That's something that shouldn't sneak up on anybody, but it does and it shouldn't happen. Well, that's so a great point sure. though. Yeah. It's a great way to, to think about that as well, because you might see it coming, but you still kind of Put, I don't know. We tend to put our head in the sand a little bit and just kind yeah. of say, yeah. "Well, you know, I, I, you know, I think I'll be okay with whatever your strategy might be," and it's not good enough. And a lot of times, if you just go ahead and take those few extra steps, you can really stave off, you know, those foxes that come in and stealing that legacy, like you said, or or just taking, you know, putting your spouse into a situation that after the person who has that long term care need uh, is maybe gone. 
now the the remaining spouse is in is in real dire straits. So right, yeah. right, yeah, that's right. And you know, that's just a it's something that it's it's a fox that we need to watch out for yeah. and need Good to point. be aware of a long time ahead of time. So don't don't like you said, don't put your head in the sand. Do something about that and and do some planning. It's not difficult. Just do some planning on that. So, and I think the final thing here that I want to say is the hidden fees. You know, we were talking about foxes and mm-hmm. and the hidden fees that slowly steal our our profits okay so it's just like the fox that sneaks into the hen house and this is a super smart fox okay so he sneaks into the hen house every night and he steals one egg okay and you're like ah that's not too big of a deal and so every night though one egg night after night after night one egg and then at the end of the year he's got 365 eggs he's stolen a lot of your potential profit if you're selling those eggs stolen a lot of your food if you're eating those eggs and so same thing with hidden fees with investments it may not be much but you need to know what it is you need to know what's happening and you need to understand that that cuts into your profits every single year so Know what those hidden costs are. Know what the expenses are in your portfolio. And then you get to decide if that's a cost you're willing to pay or not. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it's so important to, to understand that. And they do chip away. So it is certainly something you want to make sure you're having those conversations with your financial advisor. That's really a lot of what we talk about each and every week here on The Financial Answer is getting educated, asking questions that pertain to your situation. If you've got some questions on your mind that you'd like to bounce off of Nathan, well, he'll certainly uh, make some time on the calendar and have a conversation with you. 855-51-COACH is the number to call. 855-51-COACH. You call that number, leave your information. The team will get right back with you and schedule a time in either Jackson or Huntington to sit down and just have a chat about Uh, the questions that you have on top of mind. Maybe you might, uh, through the course of the conversation, realize there's some other questions that you want answers to you didn't even know about. So certainly a good idea to uh, make that phone call and get yourself on the calendar, 855-51-COACH. You can also go by the website and pick up some more tips and resources at InvestorCoach.net as well. Uh, We're talking about the retirement farm. We've covered a lot of analogies here with that. Uh, Diversity. We're going to go right to diversity here, Nathan, because a big part of what you do um, in coaching people about investments as a registered investment advisor is obviously coaching them about having a healthy portfolio. So in this scenario, uh, crops, you know, the diversity of crops, or in this case, the diversity of your portfolio is incredibly important because you can't just go with one item. No, that's so true. And the, uh, you know, no farmer just plants corn right. yeah, exactly, or right. soybeans or cotton or anything along those lines. They, they, all are going to plant two or three different things because you never know. You never know what's going to happen with the weather or the market or anything. So, you know, there's a lot of things that can cause that crop to not produce. And so same thing with investing, the same thing with investing. Don't just own a few stocks here and there. Stocks aren't necessarily diversified. Even if you have 500 different stocks, that doesn't mean that you're diversified. Right, you have right. to own different asset classes. So you can Same have thing with mutual funds too, right, Nathan? If yeah, you have a bunch of mutual funds, you could have a lot of overlap as that's well. That's what I see 90, 95% of the time. People come in, they'll have even 10, 15, 20 different mutual funds. But when we actually look inside those mutual funds and see the stocks that they're holding, they all hold the same stuff for yeah. the most part. And so they're not truly diversified. And, and you know, you've that's why people experience such high volatility 
volatility a lot of times in their portfolio. So when you own the different asset classes, large growth, large value, small growth, small value, internationals, all these different types of asset classes that are out there, when you own a portion of each one of those, that's true diversification. That helps you have less volatility and potentially better returns over time. So it's so important to understand how to diversify. And so many, so many people just aren't. I have to, I don't know, when I look at portfolios, you know, on a daily basis from people that come in, I'm like, man, these, it seems like advisors just don't understand what diversification truly means. And, you know, that's a big problem a lot of times that I see. So something to be aware of. No, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more because, again, that's kind of the lead in was that a lot of what you do is really about educating people on how to properly diversify so they can kind of stave off, hopefully, you know, potentially negative situations when it comes to their retirement plan or their portfolio or their investment plan, even if they're not ready for retirement. However, that looks uh, 855-51-COACH is a number to call to talk with Nathan about, you know, making sure that you have your retirement farm operating at, uh, at maximum capacity, if you will, you know, doing its best <laughs> right. job. We'll finish off real quick with the rooster because, you know, no farm is complete without a rooster. And I got to say, <laughs> no, that's true. my neighbor next door, uh, I got about six acres, so I certainly don't have a farm, but my neighbor <laughs> next door has a rooster and he's mm. not real smart. He decides he wants to crow just about any time he feels like it. <laughs> that's it's right. definitely not the morning for that guy. <laughs> No, that happens sometimes. And anybody that lives on a farm knows that uh, that roosters crow anytime. But we typically know that uh, from television cartoons and all those different things that, uh, you know, roosters are going to crow in the morning and wake us up. And, right. and, and that's what I guess they are, they're known for. The supposedly. original alarm clock. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. So, you know, when it comes to your retirement plan, I'm your rooster. (laughs) (laughs) I had to get a joke there a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, so many people get, get so close to retirement and they're not ready, you know, and sometimes they just need to hear, wake up, you know, you've got to, you got to plan for this. You've got to take some time and look at some different things. And, and that's, I think that's what a lot of people need to hear is just, you know, if you're in the situation where, you haven't reviewed um, your investments in your retirement plan, or you don't have a plan, and you're not really on a, uh, any kind of a budget or anything, then, you know, this is your wake-up call. Sit down with an advisor and make sure that you're taking care of that and, and addressing the potential issues and the concerns that may happen in the future and just make sure that things are on track for you. And that's what we can do for you. And, you know, if that's you, if that's you that's sitting there, one of the best things that I can offer you is our retirement toolkit. And we talked about that a little bit earlier, but in that I've got the investor awareness guide and that guide will go through and show you seven common mistakes that I see people making when it comes to their retirement, when it comes to investing. And you can read that guide and see if that's something that a mistake that you're making. If it is, then take action and do something about it. And if you want to get a copy of that retirement toolkit, all you have to do, it's free. It doesn't cost you anything. It's a box of stuff. All you simply have to do is text the word retire to 555-888. Again, text the word retire to 555-888. We'll send you the toolkit. Or you can give us a call at 855-51-COACH. 
All right, that number again is 855-51-COACH. Uh, to take advantage of the opportunity to get started with Nathan O'Brien by just getting some information, no cost, no obligation, to request that Retirement Rescue Toolkit. You can also request it on the website, InvestorCoach.net, or on Facebook at O'Brien's and Associates. Either way, reach out to Nathan. Get started with uh, Rooster O'Brien, if you will. Uh, he's, he's our rooster That's here. That's going to haunt me. That's going to haunt you. Yeah, I'm going I'm to have fun with that one for a while. Uh, but no, Nathan's a great resource to tap into. Been doing this for 17 plus years. He is a registered investment advisor. Great, great resource to tap into here in the Jackson and Huntington area just to make sure we are headed in the right direction towards retirement or even with our investments. So if you have questions, you'd like to get some answers to those questions, 855-51-COACH. Don't procrastinate. Go ahead and call 855-51-COACH. There's no cost, no obligation. We'll be back with more here on The Financial Answer in a moment. Do you ever get tired of your financial advisor giving you a sales pitch and calling it a plan? At O'Brien & Associates, we believe every client deserves a financial plan that's customized to their unique situation. That's why we keep you, and only you, in mind when crafting your portfolio. After all, it's not just your money at stake. We recognize your well-being is on the line. So come in for a visit. Let us help you develop, implement, and monitor a strategy that's designed to address your individual situation. To schedule an appointment, call your local investor coach, Nathan O'Brien, at 855-51-COACH. That's 855-512-6224. Or simply, 855-51-COACH. At O'Brien & Associates, we care about your financial education. That's why we offer a spread of classes at Jackson State Community College. For more information about upcoming classes, check out our events tab online at InvestorCoach.net. Learn what it takes to experience a meaningful retirement. Get started today by visiting InvestorCoach.net. That's InvestorCoach.net. You're back here with us on The Financial Answer, Mark Kelly, and alongside your local investor coach, that is Nathan O'Brien, or Rooster O'Brien, as it were, <laughs> from oh, O'Brien and oh, Associates. Man, it's going to be bad. Yeah, it's going to be bad. <laughs> if you just tuned in, of course, we uh, we spent the first half of the program discussing the retirement farm. That's where the rooster comes from. Uh, and if you didn't get a chance to catch it, well, you can always catch it online. You can go to Nathan's website, InvestorCoach.net. On InvestorCoach.net, there's a tab that says The Financial Answer. You can click that at any time and listen to past shows, or there's maybe some content on there that you'd like to uh, go over again if you have some questions and you'd like to get some answers from Nathan. He's a great resource to tap into here uh, in the, the Hub City by calling 855-51-COACH. That is 855-51-COACH. And again, like I said, you can go to the website, InvestorCoach.net. We do uh, yeah. we do upload them to a podcast exactly. also. And, and that was making me think that uh, I have a client the other day. He mm -hmm. said, I used to listen to... Um, Pandora while I was on the mower when I was right. mowing the yard, but he said, now I just listen to your show. Oh, <laughs> so I, well, I'm like, yeah, we've had several, yeah, and then yeah. We're way over like six or 700 downloads on some yeah. of those. So yeah. 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 Oh, that's good that people, you know, that's the idea, right? Is to get some right. information out there. Mm -hmm. uh, we try to have some fun and not just talk numbers and just, you know, we don't want to come on here and be like 2% of the, <laughs> you know, we try to have a little no, fun, right. hence the different analogies and ways to think about our investing in our retirement life, our portfolio as we approach retirement. I don't, you don't necessarily have to be retired. Maybe you're a pre-retiree or you're on your way, or maybe you're 45 or 50, but you still have questions. You're still trying to get that, uh, that train rolling in the right direction for retirement. So it's something we all are concerned about. 
uh, I certainly think. And that's the whole purpose of the financial answer. We try to, uh, you know, just kind of steer you in a direction, give you some things to think about. And then, of course, you could take that back to, you know, your investment advisor. Or if you need to get second opinion or you don't have an investment advisor, well, Nathan is certainly a great resource. Again, like I said, call him 855-51-COACH. So let's talk about, you mentioned actually in the first segment when we were talking about the Retirement Rescue Toolkit that we mm-hmm. offered that's completely complimentary for people. In that, there's a little book, Lies uh, My Broker Taught Me, I think is yeah, what it's right. called. Right, right, yeah. So let's yeah. kind of parlay on that a little bit. And, yeah, and great. you did mention the fact that they're probably not intentionally trying to mislead. No, right. no, that's right. But there's I, training, I think, right? They get, yeah, that's they get right. schooled I mean, just, up, right? Just like in any, it, it depends any on business, how the, yeah. the person is paid, but a broker is a stock broker. They're trying to sell, they get paid to sell mutual fund stocks, you right. know, annuities, that kind of thing. Yep. And so um, in that situation, they are trained on how to sell this product. Well, talking points. Thing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Different yeah. talking points there. So yeah, there's some great things we can talk about here. And, you know, one of the things that, that I see a lot are that they say, you know, in their ads a lot of times and on television, we have experts who can accurately, accurately predict, predict market yes. movements. And with our superior skill and knowledge, that gives us the ability to make these predictions. If you ever hear an advisor tell you that, run as fast as you can, turn around and run, because that's not true. There's no evidence to show that in history. And so they're implying that their money managers can get you in the best stocks before they go up and out of those before they go down. And you know, and that's market just, timing, and no one can do that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, Jim Cramer, Mad Money on television, he's probably the most famous, on, you know, for this. And so he's predicting stocks every day, telling you what to buy, what to sell. He says, hold oh, between five and 10, these kind of things. And number one, that's not diversified. And number two, he doesn't even get it right half the time. Well, it's the like, numbers it's like being a meteorologist. Meteorologist, I can't even say right. the weather. I mean, it, yeah, the the odds of you guessing it's either going to go up or down. It's a fifty percent chance. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so you get a you know you have a fifty percent chance. His odds are closer to forty percent of him guessing it right, and so. It's just a losing game. So don't do that. Don't try to predict that. And don't let your advisor do that because they may guess it right one time. But if they do, that's probably the worst thing in the world that can happen to you because what they will continue to do is try to predict and, and forecast the future going forward. And it's just a losing game. Well, Nathan, the evidence not. is in that disclosure, right? right? What is that disclosure? It's usually something Past like performance uh, there is you go. no guarantee of future results. Say that one yeah. more time. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. And, and that's, you know, that's exactly it right there. That's right. And, and uh, you know, that that kind of leads to the second thing here is the past investment returns. You know, they, they say that a lot. They'll say, look at how we've done in yeah. the past. Look at this portfolio that we built. You know, Mark, an industry secret that I think people need to be aware of is that a lot of times companies, investment companies, build a portfolio with hindsight bias. So they will look Mm, over the past five years and 10 years and pick and choose the investments that did the best over that time frame, put them into a portfolio and say, this is our portfolio. This is what you would have done if you were invested in this. But they didn't have a single client in that. Okay. It's legal for them to do that. They have to disclose it, but it can be in super small print. I actually used to work with a firm that did this and 
oh my goodness, it was so frustrating because of that. And so, of course, I, we I got away from that tremendously and quickly because it's just misleading. It's misguiding people. And a lot of times that is what's happening out there. So be sure and read the fine print on those illustrations that you get, because it may say, hey, this is built with hindsight bias. We did not have a single client in this portfolio. So that's something that you need to be aware of as an investor. It happens all the time with almost every brokerage firm out there. Well, you're listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. He is a registered investment advisor. He's an independent registered investment advisor and a fiduciary as well. So his responsibility is uh, to do the right thing for his client at all times. So it's certainly something that, uh, you know, you want to make sure that you're bouncing questions off of. And there's, hey, there's nothing wrong with getting more than one opinion. If, you, if you've got questions, about something and you reach out to an investment advisor or a professional and they give you one opinion, uh, call two or three, you know, and get right. some different opinions. No, certainly. That's right. Yeah. It's that's a great right. way to go about doing it. And uh, we're talking about the lies uh, that uh, sometimes kind of get, uh, or the misnomers, maybe lies is too harsh, but <laughs> we'll call it misnomers that I know, sometimes. I'm kind of worried about that with the book, but I didn't write the book. But so you didn't write okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's kind of maybe misnomers that are, are a lot of times taught or said by uh, brokers, because again, as we mentioned earlier, there's uh, you know there's some talking points and some training that kind of goes into that, just like anything, right? If you go into uh, uh, your favorite clothing store right now, you know it's it's November, so they're you know they got the sweaters out. They're all trying to push you on a sweater, you know. <laughs> right. They're not going to push you on a tank top right. because it's November. You know, they're going to start that, you know, so it's the same kind of thing, really, when you think about any business, um, especially sometimes when they are a large brokerage house, I guess we'll say they, a lot of times they have in-house products that they really want to move just like anything, mm -hmm. you know, whether it, mm -hmm. and just because you're thinking about, well, it's an investment product that that shouldn't be the same as sweaters. It really is. So make right. sure that you're, you know, talking with an independent advisor who can really kind of reach out more of a broad spectrum and really access the best tools or vehicles that are available for you. And of course, Nathan can certainly help you with that, or at least kind of point you in the right direction. 855-51-COACH. Go ahead, Nathan. Yeah. What people need to ask their advisor is, do you have a revenue sharing agreement with the investments that you're recommending? Okay. So that's the that's the key term, a revenue that that sharing agreement. Piece yeah. There? Yeah. Okay. So so yeah, you can go to the, the any just about any brokerage company's website and look in the fine print at the bottom, you'll see revenue sharing agreements and you click on that and you'll see all the list of mutual funds that they get kickbacks for for recommending these certain investments. So just like you were saying, if you go to a Ford dealership you don't expect them to sell you a Toyota. They're going to tell you that the Ford is the best vehicle, right? right? I right. Mean, well, so, they should, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. So if they want to keep the um, job, right? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Same thing with the investment industry sometimes. you got to make sure that the revenue sharing agreement, that you know about it, number one, and if there is one, make sure that you're comfortable with that. I'm not saying that that's the wrong thing for you. I'm just saying that you need to be aware of it and be on a level playing field. Understand that they do get paid more sometimes for recommending certain products over others. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree 100%. And, uh, and that's what we're talking about here on the financial answer is just making sure that some statements sometimes that you may hear, just make sure that they come, that you're aware that they could come with some bias. 
And then sometimes they're just flat out misnomers. So like this next one is a lot of times we've definitely had um, people in the area that have heard this because we've gotten this in email form uh, for questions numerous times here on the program. And if you'd like to submit an email, you can go to InvestorCoach.net or you can go to the Facebook page, which is O'Brien and Associates, and ask a question. But this one is that your tax rate will be much lower in retirement. And that's certainly a misnomer. Yeah, I mean, the thing definitely, yeah, it's a potential. It it may be, you know, but uh, it may not. And so, you know, I mean, people, if we do get these tax uh, reductions passed, um, you know, if if that happens with our economy, then great. But if that's in the 10 years leading up to your retirement or eight years or whatever that time frame is going to be for those tax reductions, then, you know, they may go up after that. So uh, tax rates change with just about every presidency in history. So you you don't know what's going to happen. So don't let that be the only, you know, the reason that, that this is used is to sell IRAs, you know, because yeah. you get a tax deduction on that now and you pay taxes on that later. So uh, the better idea, I think, is to have both an IRA and a Roth IRA because you just don't know what the future is going to hold. So a Roth is going to be tax free. So look at both. Look at con- contributing to both. Everybody's situation is different, but it just makes sense because of the uncertainty of the unknown that well, you're we getting have some about tax, tax deductions rates. with that. And then right. you're also, you know, right. hedging against your tax time bomb in the future. So that's, that's true. Good, yeah, that's a good way of thinking about it. And, and then you're still, but you're still also saving, you know, for, for your retirement. Yeah. Um, is as you, you have it, to do what you have to do. Right. And as you right. put it, you know, maybe the current administration, maybe they do get tax rates lowered, but at some right. point this 22 trillions come and do. I mean, they've been the highest brackets been, we've talked about this on the show, yeah, but the highest time, brackets yeah. been over 90% before. So right now it's, you know, 39 basically. Yeah. And, and no one's getting elected down. at 90%. They know. That. Right. <laughs> right. So, right. So, you know, it can, it can move up though. Definitely. There's, and, there's and wiggle a lot room higher. For sure. there's, yeah. There is. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah with you well you know so just again be careful um with a blanket statement like if you hear that well don't worry because once you hit retirement your tax rate will be lower just do some more digging folks make sure because that is not always the case it is possible but it is not always the case you want to make sure you've got a holistic retirement plan a holistic investment plan put together that's going to really address all the different facets that kind of come into play and of course nathan o'brien can certainly give you a hand with that or at least answer some questions and get you going in the right direction eight five five 551 coach. Uh, we got time for just one more before we got to hop off for a quick break, Nathan. Okay, uh, and this okay. one drives me nuts too because I hear this one a lot. Um, just <laughs> oh, yeah. hang in there. You'll yeah. be fine. It's only a paper loss. Well, that's fine yeah. if you're 40. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. And, and that's really what it comes down to. It is fine if you're 40. In most situations, it's fine. People can live with it okay during that time frame. But when you're 60, that's not okay. And it comes down to the fact that you didn't know how much your portfolio could lose, okay? And that's your advisor's fault, 100%, I think, because the advisor is there to tell you those parameters. And, you know, markets are going to go up and go down. There, there's Nobody's going to stop that. But your advisor can control the portfolio and can control how much the fluctuations are based on your risk levels and your tolerance and your your needs during your retirement. So, I'm not advocating that you need to change things around all the time because I don't think that's the key, but you've got to make sure that you're diversified, right? So if it is a loss during that time frame, number one, 
the diversification is going to help you potentially have less of a loss. And also, you also can recover from that loss because of the diversification potentially. So there's a lot of different things that you've got to be aware of here. And I really think it's your advisor's job to take care of that. So have that conversation. The simple question is, how much would my portfolio have lost in 2008? Also, in 1973 and 74, we had a really bad market. How much would my portfolio have lost during those years as well? So don't just look at 2008. You've got to look at other times. Also, 2000, 2001, 2002. Make sure that you are truly diversified and have a lot of different asset classes. Like we said earlier, Mm -hmm. make sure you have true diversification across the world. Well, if you have questions, and again, as we say here on the program all the time, and you'd like to get some some financial answers, hence the name of the show, and you'd like to reach out to Nathan O'Brien, go ahead and give him a call. Come in, have a conversation. Let him do some uh, some number crunching for you. Let him do some analysis. Let him have a conversation with you about your situation. Maybe some uh, answer some questions that you have or questions you didn't even know you needed asked. Just reach out to him. Get started today. There's no cost. There's no obligation uh, really to kind of get started on this uh, fact-finding mission, if you will, about you. Uh, you'll uh, you'll basically come in and just have a conversation about what's going on in your life. 855-51-COACH is the number to call. 855-51-COACH to get yourself on the calendar to come in and talk with Nathan O'Brien, registered investment advisor and founder at O'Brien & Associates. You're listening to The Financial Answer. We'll be back with some more after this. Hey everybody, Mark Killian here, the host of The Financial Answer, reminding you not to forget, reach out for your Retirement Rescue Toolkit from Nathan O'Brien by texting the word RETIRE to 555-888. That's the word RETIRE to 555-888 on your smartphone. Don't forget for your complimentary Retirement Rescue Toolkit, text RETIRE to 555-888 or call 855-51-COACH. Stay tuned. There is more coming up on The Financial Answer. Throughout history, people have relied on sensei, scholars, and philosophers for answers to difficult questions. Although we can't help you discover the meaning of life, we can help you sort through the numbers and figures in your financial plan. Keep listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Well, you're back here with us on The Financial Answer, Mark Killian and Nathan O'Brien. We are cruising down the home stretch today here on the program. Thank you so much for staying tuned in to the show. If you'd like to reach out to Nathan and have a conversation about your situation, it's 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH. He's a registered investment advisor with more than 15 years of experience. Uh, I think I said 17 in the previous. I think somewhere in there, right? 15, right. 17? Right. It's it's a little over 15. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Uh, he's definitely been doing this quite a while. So reach out to Nathan. 855-51-COACH. Here in the Hub City, you can find him in Jackson and or Huntington. You can find him online as well at investorcoach.net. That is investorcoach.net. Nathan, let's finish off today. Uh, let's get a little emotional as we uh, as we wrap up the program. <laughs> Maybe not you and me because we're probably not the best suited for that. Uh, but uh, emotional decision-making is something that drives absolutely uh, everybody. And it certainly drives us with our finances, with our money. Right. Um, whether you're an impulse buyer. More than we want to, more, uh, you know, yeah. think about it. It's yeah. so powerful with our with our decisions, with investing, with finances, with all of that. It's crazy. Yeah, money in general, right? No matter how you want to yeah. think about it. Like I said, whether you're even just an impulse buyer at the grocery store or whatever, um, <laughs> we factor, everyone factors their money differently. So what kind of, 
you know, I don't know, a few mo- emotions do you typically see that drive the, um, you know, the financial decisions? We'll, we'll keep it with the investment world side versus the yeah. grocery store. But no, you know that's, I mean. yeah, that's fine. So absolutely, hands down, the biggest one is fear. Fear yeah, well, of the future, period. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That fear leads to investors forecasting. Okay. They're trying to figure out what's going to happen. So they make a prediction about the future, which we can't do. We can't see the which future. We, yeah, we just talked about right, right. Yeah. And, you know, a great example I have seen so many people this year that were scared, you know, last September, October elections coming up. Okay. Oh, that's right. In, it was going to tank. Yeah. Yeah. And so the market's going to tank because Hillary's getting elected or the market's going to tank because Trump's getting elected or whatever. It doesn't matter your view there. It matters that I've seen so many people that pulled out of the market because of that fear. There were actually the news. You could actually find news reports like during the, while the whole thing was going on. Absolutely. It, and it was saying, I would start dumping stuff now. Right. And it was yes. like, and, and now look what's happened since then. I mean, Right. How high has it climbed in a year? That's right. I mean, you know, the S&P is up 17% this year. So, you know, so far and or approximately 17%. I need to say that, I guess. But it's up and it's up a lot. And so if you have been out of the market, you've missed all of that. Plus, you missed November and December gains from last year, which it was up about that much during that time frame. So we've had tremendous increases. And you may have missed it because of a fear of the future. Yeah, good okay? point. And let that teach you a lesson as an investor that you can't predict. You cannot predict market movements. They're going to happen. They're going to be fast. They're going to be volatile. They're going to be crazy. We don't know when the next downturn is going to be. It's going to be volatile. So you need to know what your portfolio could lose if the Dow, if the S&P, if the market fell 20, 30%. You need to know how much your portfolio will lose in that case. So that fear of the future just leads to so many things that it just causes so many negatives. It's kind of like a snowball effect. We like to call it the investor's dilemma. And it just leads to a snowball effect of what happens to people over time. I think that the that fear is just a it's just the beginning point. And so that by far is the is the biggest financial or biggest emotion that drives financial decisions in with my job, with my business. Yeah, I would agree. And and you can go both sides of the coin with that too, because uh, it could be it could be fear that you're going to lose. Right. Or it could be fear right. that you're going to miss out. You know, right. either yeah. way you want to look at both, it. Yeah, it's both ways. Yeah. Um it happens all the time and it just depends on the individual, the person and uh, and what their fear is. And so fear of not having enough or fear of losing everything you have. You know, yeah. that's what it comes to. Well, okay. So if we're such emotional creatures when it comes to this, and we are, uh, mm-hmm. are there times when it's appropriate to factor in these emotions? into, you know, financial decisions. Well, always, I feel like it's always something that we have to factor in with people and and make sure. I mean, that's that's what my coaching is about with our clients. And we, we want to make sure that we look at their emotions and, and address everything that they are trying to accomplish. But I had a couple of clients that came in. I don't know. This was four or five years ago, I guess. And it was just such a, a unique situation. And they're 
just their heart was different than I see from a lot of people. And uh, so they had done really well. They had, you know, good pensions. They hadn't saved a, a whole lot, I would say. It was plenty. They had enough saved. Their pensions were fine, Social Security, all that. And they were getting ready to retire. But their parents had left a tremendous inheritance to them. And they were just, they were wanting to set that money aside and use it for their kids and grandkids and and them really not touch it at all. And so this was a really emotional time for them to even talk about how they would allocate this and set these things up for their kids. And and it's just because they wanted to make sure they did it right. You know, they wanted to make sure that their children and grandchildren didn't have to worry about money. So it was, it was such a a big decision for them and they took plenty of time to do that and we had a lot of coaching meetings and just made sure that they took care of that and it was it was great it's worked out great for them and but they were so much i guess concerned about that inheritance money that they wouldn't want to touch it at all they wanted to let all that growth go and all these things and so as i was talking to them through the years there were some things that they were wanting to accomplish and all and and i said look you know this inheritance is growing so fast and and nobody's touching it. It's not going to hurt it for you to take a little bit off of that. Your parents left it to you. They didn't leave it to the grandkids. So, oh, I see. so yeah. yeah. And so they, it was such an attachment for, you know, them, they wanted to pass it to their kids, but, um, you know, they were going to be able to enjoy a few more things in retirement if they would just tap into that just a little bit, just right. barely. And and so that made it something that they could enjoy as well, I would say, over time. And uh, they they really have done well with that and enjoyed some of the proceeds from that. But they've also, you know, set that aside for their kids and grandkids to make sure that, that they don't have to worry about their future either. Well, you're listening to The Financial Answer. We were talking about emotional decision-making. Um, you know, so it's a good point Nathan makes. that It's always a, a good factor to keep in there, but don't solely make a decision based on your emotions. I guess make sure that the math and the uh, the, the mental side work together, Absolutely. I guess, is a good way yeah. of going about looking yeah. at that. 855-51-COACH is the number to call, 855-51-COACH. And you know, Nathan, it got me to think, and we have email questions that get sent in each and every week, and sometimes I read through them as we're talking about different points and try to see mm-hmm. if anything makes sense. And actually, we have one here from Beth that had come in uh, this past week from Jackson, okay. and it's kind of similar to what we were discussing with the emotional decision-making. Uh, Beth writes in and she says, my parents bought a whole life insurance policy for my daughter, when she was born, and we've been paying oh, for yeah. that policy, you know, ever since the parents passed away, or in this case, I guess, grandparents, however you want to look at it. Now that the daughter's about to graduate from college, she's wondering, should she continue to pay for the policy? Because it's not a cheap policy. So there's probably some emotional thing because her parents bought it. Right, yeah. Uh, but okay. it's also, you know, now that it's it's not cheap and the, and the child has grown, what to do with that insurance policy. Yeah, so definitely uh, sit down with the agent on that or whatever. And there's a lot of things I want you to address, Beth, here, because uh, you can really kind of mess things up with this if you don't do it right. Okay, so it's probably, I would say, it is a whole life, right? That's what you said. Um, Uh, It it doesn't say. 
Oh, it does okay. say, you're right. It does say whole okay. life. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So it's going to build a cash value. It's going to have that accumulating over time. There's a lot of a lot of possibilities out there besides just canceling that policy. You know, one thing you can check on is, uh, you know, see if you can use that cash value to pay the premium because uh, you said it's not cheap. So the cash value may pay that premium for you over time or um, it, and if that's something that it can do or um, you can take a loan. Your daughter actually could take a loan. She's just graduating college. She's getting out on her own. She may want to purchase a house or a car or something along those lines. So depending on how much cash value is in that policy, she could take a loan against that cash value. If she wants to continue paying the premiums herself, then she could take a loan against that cash value. And uh, a lot of times that interest rate loan is cheaper than you could get a car loan and that kind of thing. So um, it would it would just uh, allow her to have some tax-free income off of that. Uh, so just a lot of different possibilities there, Beth. And, um, you know, just make sure that it's something that you do look at all the angles, all the options. You don't want to let the policy lapse in the case of if you take a loan because you have to pay taxes on all that loan value at that time and all that. So there's there's some things you got to be careful with here, but it's a good situation to be in. It may just be something as simple, like I said, as you can stop paying the premium because the cash value can uh, handle that premium for a very long time till okay. you know she may not even need it. Your daughter may not need it anyway, but. A lot of things to look at before you just say, hey, I'm going to cancel this. Yeah. Well, certainly a great question, Beth. Thank you so much for sending it in. And as Nathan said, make sure you obviously you know, talk with a qualified professional. Make sure that you uh, do get some advice uh, before you do take any action. Uh, if you'd like to talk with Nathan about it, it's 855-51-COACH. And really anybody out there, as we're wrapping up the show here today on The Financial Answer, if you have questions about your investments, about uh, insurance, about Social Security, basically all these pieces that factor into our uh, our retirement plan, if you will. Give Nathan a call. Sit down, have a conversation. There's no cost, no obligation. 855-51-COACH is the number to call. If you'd like to learn more, you can go to InvestorCoach.net, and right there when it first pops up on the website is the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Click on that. Order yourself one. There's no cost, no obligation, and that's a great way to get started uh, with the different content that's in there. A lot of good reading material, some audio, a book, you know, different things you can glance over, kind of get your uh, toe dipped in the water, if you will. And then reach out to Nathan and the team, 855-51-COACH. You can request a toolkit that way as well. Just call the number and say, I'd like to get myself one. And with that, I'll say, Nathan, thanks for being on the show. It's been a, a good show. Had a lot of fun. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, hang in Just there. Just don't call me Rooster. I was going to say, hang in there, Rooster O'Brien. <laughs> oh, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> well, listen, everybody, have yourself a great week. And we'll certainly, uh, as with the, uh, the turkey bird coming up here pretty soon, Make sure you enjoy your holiday. Right. And we'll happy do Thanksgiving. it all. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. We'll do it all again. And if you'd like to catch a little extra, don't forget to go to Facebook, and that's Nathan's Facebook page, O'Brien and Associates. And you can check us out on the Financial Answer Extra. Usually it's a little video clip, and Nathan and I will answer email questions or various things that have come into the program. That is on Facebook at O'Brien and Associates. You've been listening to the Financial Answer. We'll talk to you next time. 855 51 Coach. Bye bye.